This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, here on this Victory Monday, if you're a Ravens fan anyway. They beat the Cardinals, survived the Cardinals, shall we say, 31-24 out in Glendale. Ravens now 6-2 in the year. Winners of three in a row, it's Vinny and Haiti, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. Let's talk about yesterday's win. Look at that trade deadline, which is tomorrow. From the Baltimore Sun, covers the Ravens, the Orioles, the Terps, anything they need him to cover. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is Childs Walker. Childs, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Doing all right. Let's start with Michael Pierce, one of the defensive standouts of yesterday's performance. He got his first sack of the year, but, you know, we know the roundabout way in which he returned to Baltimore, but watching him out there practice every day and watching his impact as a young veteran on this team, what does he mean to the guys like Matt BK and to the Broderick Washingtons of the world? Yeah, I feel, I feel good for him because he is – He's a guy who has been through a lot injury-wise in recent years, and he is genuinely appreciated by the other guys in that room, especially the guys in his in his position group, because they know that he sets up so much for everybody else by by eating up those blockers time and again. And he's been really solid this year. Um, you know, you look you, you look at the grades. I mean, you know, he's not in a position to be a playmaker a lot of times, but you know, he's he's an anchor in the middle and. You know, when you when you talk to guys, I mean, I, I wrote about Matabike last week, and he made a point of saying, you know, I couldn't do what I do without without guys like Pierce and Travis Jones. You know, when you talk to McDonald about the overall, you know, defensive scheme, he says, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't if I didn't bring up Pierce and and, and Jones. I mean, you know, those those guys are are the unglamorous anchors who sort of make it possible for the playmakers to do what they do. So to see him have sort of a showcase day was was a nice thing. Now, Geno Stone with the picks, that's been one of the big stories of the Ravens defensively. But Brandon Stevens got one yesterday as well, Childs. What about his evolution from a running back at UCLA to a starter now 
and one of the top defenses in the NFL in the secondary. How has he evolved as a player over the last couple of years? He's the most pleasant surprise on the team. I, I you know, maybe maybe by far. I mean, in in it, you know, he came into the year and still not really knowing what he was. I mean, he was seen as a reserve beginning of the summer. They're talking about him primarily, you know, playing safety. And then he's thrown into the breach with, with Marlon Humphrey's, you know, foot surgery. And now they don't want him off the field. You know, they, they, they trust him to be out there for, for every play. I mean, you know, the other guys, I mean, Yasin and Darby, I don't, I don't think played a defensive snap yesterday. And that's partly a testament to, to how much they, they want Stevens on the field. And look, I, he always had the, he always had the athletic tools. I think he always had that competitive fire. I mean, he wanted to be out on the edge, you know, competing with wide receivers, but again and again, we would see him, you know, not finish off plays when, when, when the ball was there, he'd be in position, but wouldn't finish the play. Well, we're seeing him, we're seeing him do that more this year. And, and, you know, you saw it yesterday with, with the interception. That was a nice acrobatic play. Now it was, a, it was a bad throw, but part of what you have to do as, as a, as a defensive back in this league, obviously is, is punish mistakes by the quarterback. And, and they did that yesterday. And he's been, he's been a huge part of that. Been a huge part of the defense for sure. Hey, Childs, in my opinion, they need to get Bateman more involved. I mean, he made, a, he made a couple nice receptions. He made a nice run on the jet sweep. He plays fast. And I think he needs to get more involved and maybe Odell maybe a little less. Yeah, Bateman has, to my eye, been knocking off the rust the, the, last, the last couple of weeks. I, I, I agree with you. I, I thought he looked really good yesterday. I mean, that – he he really kind of bailed Lamar out on that on, yes, on that did. play on their on their on their first drive yesterday. I mean that was that was not a great throw. The D back really had position, and you know Bateman just 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 an effort play. You know took the ball away. That was that was a big play in the game. Um, and then and then yeah he had the he had he had the nice run where he looked really lively. You know when 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 they're you know kind of trying to put the game away in the fourth quarter. And we've seen him have nice moments the last few weeks. He got off to a really frustrating start this year obviously battled injuries again as he has throughout his career, but maybe, you know, we're starting to see the launch point and, and it would be nice to see them, see, see them get him more involved. I mean, he, he was only targeted twice yesterday. So hard for him to have a, a true breakout game if, if, if that's all the work that he's getting. But yeah, seen, seen some very nice things from him. Hey, child, do you think that they uh, confused Lamar some? And look, I mean, he was holding the ball. He even said that, you know, they were bringing three, dropping eight, you know, so it looked like, uh, they didn't know where to go with the ball. That was clearly their strategy, right? To, to, I mean, they were only going to rush three or four, and they were going to you know, try to muddy up the field in front of him. And they did a good job of taking away his, his first and second reads. And he didn't do a particularly good job of you know, taking the check down reads. Or, or either, either he, he didn't identify him or he didn't pull the trigger. Um, because, yes, he faced some pressure, but it, it wasn't like Arizona was on him immediately. I mean, he, he had time to make a play, you know, even, even on the plays where, where he took a sack, and, and he just didn't, didn't pull the trigger. He was trying to hold the ball and look for something downfield. So, yeah, he, he did seem a little off with his judgment yesterday, and I'm sure, I mean, it's a copycat league. We're going to see other teams do this as, as the season rolls on, you know, try to beat him with that more conservative style. And, you know, at some point he's going he's gonna to have to show he can take what's there and, you know, win not – not taking big shots downfield. I thought the defensive front probably played its worst game. I, I just thought fundamentally they got their shoulders turned and stuff, which allowed offensive linemen up onto the linebackers, you know, so that's why, because they were creasing them in the run game. 
You're, you're you're talking about the you're talking about Arizona was was creasing the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens defensive line. I thought fundamentally they they usually play really good, keeping their shoulders square and all. I thought they opened things up a little bit, which hurt the linebackers. You know, because I mean they were getting you know four, six, eight yards a pop. Yeah, I mean, you know, we obviously we talked about Pearson. I mean, he had the, he had the he had the few big plays. So I mean, that's I I, I guess that's the exception. But yeah, I mean, and and you heard you heard the Ravens came out of the game. They were they were not satisfied with their defensive performance. They they felt like they did not play up to their standard. They certainly got a little loose toward toward the end of the game. You know, they 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 let Arizona hang around at, at, at a time when it, it seemed like they were ready to to bury them. And you know, I, I you, you saw it on that first drive as well. Um, there were the two big penalties, but Arizona was you know, running the ball consistently. I actually thought that, that Arizona made a mistake on, on a couple of those uh, couple of those big third and fourth downs. You know, they threw the ball instead of running the ball when they mm-hmm. were running the ball effectively. So, so they maybe let the Ravens off the hook a little bit on that. I, you know, the overall numbers didn't look too bad, but, but I definitely see what you're saying. <clears throat> the thing that got to be a little disappointing, I'm sure Mike McDonald's pissed, probably Harv's too. I mean, 17 points in six minutes in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. Well, and I think that's why I think that's why the players were were mad too. I think they were they were disappointed in that. They they expect better than that. I mean, you know, it's, it's the number one scoring defense in the league, so you you, you definitely don't expect that against a, a one in seven opponent. So so yeah, so yeah. I mean, I I, I think you know you, you definitely had a, disfi- a dissatisfied winner getting on the plane last night. Charles Walker, Baltimore Sun, joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Charles, before we let you roll, and enjoy the rest of your victory Monday, which I'm assuming includes a little John Harbaugh later in the afternoon. It's an interesting next few weeks here. You're back home, the Ravens for three, Seattle, which is no easy task, then Cleveland, then Cincinnati, rejuvenated, then you travel out west, but Vinny and I were talking earlier, they have an opportunity here to maybe at least put some serious clamps on the AFC North if they can get through the Bengals and the Browns, put them at four wins in the division. I'm assuming they could, you know, three and one here is not out of the realm of possibility with becoming uh, the, the favorites to win your division here. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you look at the, if you look, look at the analytics sites, they're already a strong favorite to win the AFC North. I think we all know that in reality that, that we probably feel a little bit more tenuous than that. I do think the Bengals have emerged as, you know, have reemerged as, as, as the biggest threat. I, I, you know, Pittsburgh just doesn't do anything to scare you on offense, and Cleveland's quarterback situation is a mess. So, so they, they, they feel like lesser threats to me than, than the Bengals, where, you know, you saw, you saw Burrow really put it together, you know, against the 49ers yesterday. Uh, this, is, this is certainly a, a big stretch of, of home games. I mean, none of them are easy games. Uh, Seattle doesn't blow you away with any one thing, but they kind of do everything pretty well. So that, that's, that's no easy game. And then, and then you have the two divisional opponents in, in four days. So, yeah, I mean, it, it does feel like by the end of this three-game stretch, we're going to have a much better feel for, for, for where the season is going. They've, they've done what they need to do through eight games, but we'll have, we'll have a better sense of whether this is going to be a dominant season or whether it's going to be a, another season where they're – they're sweating everything out until, you know, week 17 or, or week 18. I mean, we're, we're going to learn a lot. Giles Walker, always great to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Have fun with John Harbaugh today. 
All right. Thanks for having me, guys. There's Charles Walker, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, whip around what happened in the world of sports over the weekend a ton, and we'll get you caught up with as much as we can. And then Vinny's keys to victory. The Ravens won. That means they hit their keys, right? We'll get into all of that. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. If you want to join us, you can. 410-583-1057. We're never satisfied. So, Ravens fan, what, what's uh, irritating you even though they won three? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with... Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Top of the whip around here on this Victory Monday. Ravens win yesterday, 31-24 over the Cardinals. Ravens now 6-2 on the year. Maryland loses, unfortunately. It was a losing Saturday for them, 33-27 to Northwestern. Before we get to the whip, more uh, full effect, if you will. I did text Mike Harmon, our buddy from Fox Sports Radio, Northwestern alum. On a Friday morning, I said, don't be surprised that Maryland loses this game Saturday. He goes, no way. Way. Mm-hmm. Actually, Harmon was at the Chargers-Bears game last night. Oh, that was a ball. Because he's from Chicago. Oh. And he lives in L.A. with beautiful people. So he had the best of both worlds, even though he's mad that his team got beaten up. But we'll get into that and more. World of sports this weekend. Hockey last night, or yesterday afternoon, I should say. The Capitals. At home, San Jose Sharks coming in. San Jose looks like uh, that's a shark with no teeth. Towards the goal, booted away by Blackwood. Jensen serves it. Strom lets it go. He scores! Joe B on the call. Monumental sports. 3-1 Capitals over San Jose. The Capitals quietly have won three in a row. Yeah, and uh, San Jose is the worst team in the league. I think they're 0-9. Correct. San Jose was up one nothing after two. Cap scored three in the third. Ovi got two assists. Um, I just looked it up. He's on pace for 21 goals. He needs 70 uh, to pass Gretzky or tie Gretzky. So uh, he needs a stretch where, you know, all these assists turn into goals. Well, if that's the case, 
then he's three years away. At from, least. From catching uh, Wayne Gretzky yeah. for, uh, what's that, most points, right? Yes. Most up- goals. Most goals. Most goals. Gretzky, Bob, Gretzky has more assists than anybody in the history of the National Hockey League has points. So uh, Alexander Ovechkin, you know, personal goals aside, the Capitals showing a little pulse here, and as Vinny said, the Sharks, they're bad. Capitals back on the ice coming up on Thursday against the Islanders NBA last night. Well, the Wizards won their first game of the year Friday as they beat uh, Memphis. So congratulations to them getting on the board. They play the Celtics tonight down in D.C. Denver, 128-95 over Oklahoma City. Aaron Wiggins, Maryland, have five points off the bench for the Thunder. The Joker, 28-14-5, doing what he normally does, which is had that stat sheet. Golden State, 106-95 over the Rockets. Cam Whitmore, Baltimore, DNP, coach's decision there. Steph Curry, breaking ankles and dropping 24 with seven boards, six assists. Rockets, by the way, it's going to be a long season for them. They're 0-3. It was Atlanta. How about that? All over Milwaukee like a Kmart suit, baby. 127-110. Bruno Fernando, former Terp. Uh, he got five minutes and he didn't, he didn't score, but he played five minutes. Eight Hawks in double figures as they blow out the Bucks there. Sacramento in overtime over the Lakers, 132-127. Kevin Herter, 12.7 boards, four assists, hit a big three in overtime. That helped salt it away. Alex Len got to watch a game for free. DNP coach's decision. Darren Fox had 37 Ooh. on the night for the Sacramento Kings in that one. Boxing, Saudi Arabia, Saturday, 6.30 Eastern time. This thing got underway. It was Tyson Fury, the lineal heavyweight champion of the world in a non-title fight against Francis Ngannou, making his first ever boxing appearance at any level. Talk about them referees in the Anyway, this happened in the third round. Distance with incredible skill, and he comes out with a right hand. Joe Tessitore, ESPN on the call, as you could hear, losing his mind. Yeah. As Francis Gano, left hook, hit him right in that big old bean head of his. Tyson Fury dropped him like a bad habit. Seventh time, by the way, the Fury's actually hit the deck. But he gets up, and he won a split decision. I mean, look, this is a... Tyson Fury was not in good shape, not taking any... Gano actually looked like he knew what he was doing for a guy that had never been... You know, it's one thing to be like hitting bags and doing karate classes when somebody's trying to black uh, knock your block off it's a different animal and he was uh he looked like he was in there and again i mean you can't have these boxing guys destroying these mma guys because then these crossover fights no longer have appeal now we all know a boxing guy gets in the octagon they're done right they don't last a minute they get choked out tapped out it's all over but in boxing, eh, I'll carry you around. And, and you can make a case. I mean, I watched the fight. That Ngano may even won it. Usyk, who's the uh, got most of the belts, he's sitting ringside like <laughs> watching his millions of dollars circling the drain. <laughs> They're going to fight Fury and Usyk for the undisputed title. Supposed to be December 23rd. But old Fury's face was a little busted up after that one. So boxing people get in here and praise or criticize 
whatever it is you want to do. It's video at 8105.7, the fan, the whip around, victory Monday. Speaking of boxing, well, this one resonates historically. 1974 on this date, October 30th, in Zaire, Muhammad Ali tasted Foreman power in the first round, then decided to rope-a-dope him for the next seven. George Foreman punched himself out and then got punched out. As Ali, as a massive underdog, knocked out the previously invincible and undefeated big George Foreman in the eighth round to win the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. That was 49 years ago. It was on like a Tuesday night, too. Remember the next day, getting on the school bus, everybody talking about it. Not like pay-per-view now, where you got to step to 1 o'clock in the morning to watch these things. 1977 NFL, Memorial Stadium. Baltimore Colts got out to a 31-7 lead, pulling down Pittsburgh's pants and specking that ass. Steelers made it respectable, 31-21. Colts approved a 7-1 on the year. Burt Jones, two touchdown passes, one to Rosie Leaks, one to Hey Diddle Diddle, Lydell up the middle. Burt also ran for a touchdown. Ron Lee ran for one. Colts beat the Steelers, getting a little redemption after Pittsburgh had beaten them two years in a row in the playoffs. And then on this day, Nola's game I forgot all about, 2011, M&T Bank Stadium, the Ravens playing the Arizona Cardinals, who sucked. Mm-hmm. We're losing 24-6 at halftime. The Ravens, who would go to the AFC Championship game this year. Cardinals are 1-5, and never blowing out the Ravens 24-6. Ray, Le- uh, Ray Rice, however, three second-half touchdowns. And then Billy Cundiff kicks a 25-yard field goal at the gun. Wow. And Baltimore stuns Arizona 30-27 to to get the win. So uh, the Ravens coming from behind to beat a team they were probably big favorites to defeat but they got the win and that's all that matters is the ravens as we said would go to the afc championship game where billy cundiff let's just say the uh, the vibe towards him was a little different than it was on this day 12 years ago it's video at handy 1057 the fan ravens beat the cardinals yesterday in arizona they won three in a row they're six and two in the year if you want to join us you can at 410 583-1057 got Vinny's keys coming up got a fun house trip nolan mcgraw and then news for the nest coming up at noon going to hear from lamar and john harbaugh and michael pierce and all the other heroes of the first place baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app ravens win Vinny and haney's keys to the game we're doing a hell of a job we're resilient we're moving on and we're playing a ass the nfl football game right here 1057 the fan Get to your phone calls here, everybody. In a second, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney, Vince Rado, Nolan McGraw. It's Victory Monday. Ravens hold off the uh, Cardinals, as you heard during Nolan's update there. So when you get into the game prep, Vinny breaks out some keys. And when the Ravens win, we assume they hit most of them. But then again, you can't always assume. So let's find out the keys. All right. Number one I had was fast start. Well, they scored a touchdown on the first drive. Right, but then after that... They gave up. Yeah. yeah. And defensively, you let them go down the field right away. Oh, yeah, that was... Well, the stupid Kyle Hamilton... I mean, they go three and out if Hamilton doesn't... Then it might be a whole different game, you know, Bob? That's when uh, Batabike got back there, right? And they called... The, yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. Illegal yep. hands. All right, number two, Lamar over 325 total yards. Mm. 
wouldn't. That was, they, yeah. He didn't have 200. At least one wide receiver go over 100 yards. Mm -hmm. Kind of broke that string that they had going against him. One big play on teams. (laughs) Unless you want to count Stout's one punt inside the 10. No, they had a big play against them. Right. And Stover, or Stover. Tucker missed a field goal. Tucker missed a field goal, and Aguilar dropped the ball. He doinked it. Special teams. Somebody getting yelled at today. Keep them under 80 yards rushing. Five sacks. No plays over 25 yards. I counted one. Just one. Dobbs with a deep pass to Wilson for 29. Well, McBride's where they should have blew the whistle. He had a 22-yard catch, too. And then zero turnovers. Uh, We got that one. Yep. There you go. That's the only one they got. Almost. We had the, it was close, the, went to review the fumble. Yeah. Zero turnover. I said the only way they could lose if they turn it over. And you know what? Arizona turned it over twice, turned 14 points into the Ravens, and that cost Arizona. Well, there you go. So the Ravens missed most of the keys as Vinny had it and still won the game. And if it wasn't for Aguilar doing old Roberto Duran Manos Di Piedros, they would have covered the spread, too. Yeah. On the onside kick. But you're stacking wins. It's all that matters. Six and two, winners of three in a row. You want to get in and talk about it? You can at 410-583-1057. Terps lose on Saturday. We're going to drub them in the 12 o'clock hour, so stay tuned. But right now, let's go to Randallstown. It is Rodney. Rodney, what is up? What's going on, gentlemen? First place is what's going on right now. Yes, indeed. Well, I kind of figured, you know, we would, we would have a game like that against a team like that. It seemed like we uh, always tend to... I don't know, play play to the competition, man, you know, and that's the way it goes. But I, I do have another, I guess, a, in the form of a question to you guys, man. It's like, you know, the Ravens, I know I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I just I just want to hear you guys' opinion. The Ravens, you know, they got some contracts coming up with some guys, man, that's balling out, you know, that that, that needs to, uh, to get paid. And I guess one of my suggestions is, I want to know what you guys think about um, Marlon and uh, – um, What's the other safety to get Marcus Williams? Marcus Williams, man. Do you think those two guys, I mean, do you think Brandon Stevens and Geno Stone can fill those two guys, or, you know, the, you know those guys' position? Because to me, Marlon isn't playing like the Marlon of old. I, I haven't seen Marlon play really good in the last two, three years. And, 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 and Marcus Williams, he just can't seem to stay healthy and mm-hmm. on the field. We playing both those dudes all that money, maybe we can, I don't know, cut them, redo the contract, and maybe have some money to sign, like a, a Matt BK or a Patrick Queen or something like that. What do you guys, you know, just, just think of that accusation, man. Thanks it's, for taking it's not a Ronnie. bad thought, you know. I mean, it's a good thought. And with Marlon, let's give him another week or so, you know, to see how you get him into – Great shape. They got their hands full Sunday with Lockett and Smith and Jigba and DK Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, they'll it'll be uh, it'll be and then you know they can Seattle can run the ball too. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting game. The Ravens are favored in that game, but the trade deadline is tomorrow in the National Football League. Four o'clock, I believe, is the deadline. And Jay Glazer said here this came out about an hour ago from Fox Sports, of course, that uh, one team told Jay, so this is Jay Glazer, one team, did not specify what team it is, 
talking about trading for Derrick Henry. And this is a Derrick Henry who at Tennessee apparently told, like, Saquon Barkley, we're not trading you. Don't worry about it. Well, the team told Jay Glazer, we still think we're in talks with the Titans regarding a trade for Derrick Henry. What do you mean? We still think we're in talks. Either you are or you're not. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I mean, do they hear a, like a busy signal or the uh, when they're talking? I mean, is there someone talking back to them in regards to this? Henry rushed for over 100 yards yesterday. Will Levis, and we'll get to the NFL lunch and our picks later in the show. He th- throws four in his first start. But Derrick Henry's an attractive option. But given the mediocre nature of the a- well, football in general, they're yeah. three and four. I mean, I would assume they still fancy themselves as possible. Jacksonville's going to win the division unless they flatline here, but Tennessee's kind of still around like a lot of other teams. Yeah, for a wild card, no doubt about it, Bob. And I think, you know, with Levis throwing the ball down the field more, you know, Henry actually is going to be better because they're not so dependent on him now that they have a, a passing game. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Bring Mr. Electricity in here. Nolan McGraw, take to a fun house trip with him. News from the Nets coming up at noon. Going to hear from the Ravens after the win yesterday against Arizona. We'll count the early week money with buy or sell. Jason Cole, longtime NFL writer. He'll join us at 1230. And other things going on, like revisiting what happened in Maryland and Evanston over the weekend. Something that... I'm not surprised it happened, but rather upset that it did. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. You know, if they line up and beat us, that's, that's one thing, but you know, when you're not getting lined up right, when you're having, you know, fundamentals as far as me, we have some flags out there. Flags are just poor fundamentals. That's Marlon Humphrey. I'm not satisfied. I mean, the win, great. They're stacking them. You have six of them, three in a row. Ravens, first place in the AFC North. But he, right now, not real satisfied with his performance. Got flagged. He got got, flagged. uh, Yeah, uh, Marquise Brown got him on that uh, P.I. there, which set up their first touchdown. And, And a caller mentioned it earlier, Marlon right now. Playing himself back into game shape, yeah. which you commend him for. But have we seen the peak Marlon Humphrey now? What we see now is a guy that is still good, but we'll never see the all-pro level guy we saw three, four years I'd ago. I'd probably agree with that. Now, Bob, the other one, remember when Marquise caught the, caught the crossing route and, and he was just flat-footed? Marquise just ran right around him. He may have fell down. You know, so, yeah, he's... He's not the guy that he was. You know, can he get back to that in a few weeks? I don't I don't know. Hopefully he can because they need him to. Um, but, yeah, he's struggling a little bit. You got uh, Seattle coming up this week. He's got a, good receivers. Geno Smith, okay. You know, he, he can giveth and taketh away. He had two touchdowns, two picks. He's been sacked 14 times which is two per game because they played seven. But as you said, Vinny, Metcalf and Lockett and uh, the kid from Ohio State. yeah, And then, you know, uh, Noah Fant's a a guy that can do some things, we guess, at tight end. So they do have weapons, and Walker catches a little bit out of the backfield too. Yeah, 
because he's got burst explosiveness. He's, let me see, Bob, would he be the, he's probably the best running back they've faced, right? Yeah, because um, Chubb didn't play. Yeah. Mixon. Yeah. No Montgomery. All right. So, I mean, this kid, this may be the best running back that they've faced. So, yeah, this is going to be, this will be a challenge for him. You know, the the thing the Ravens got going, you know, we like the time, the 1 o'clock, 10 o'clock West Coast. I'm guessing Pete will be in on Friday night would mm. be my guess. So Ravens take it on Seattle. We'll break it down starting tomorrow. Right now talking about Arizona, another win for Baltimore. Terps lose on Saturday. And then Ola McGraw, let's bring him in there. Quick draw, what's happening? Not much. Not Remember, much. A win Mar- is a win. Yeah, but with Maryland real quick, then we'll get into it coming up around 1245. I said if they lose Saturday, they might not win another game. Actually, I was more absolute. They won't win another game and you were like hey pump your brakes pops they're on the old negativity there and and then they go out and get 33 dropped on them by a team that usually (laughs) takes them two weeks to score 33 points in front of like uh, all of their closest friends and family and there's like 12 people in the stadium the pass rush was the ravens against maryland's offensive line and now you look at penn state then they go to nebraska who's won what four in a row all of a sudden And then Michigan comes here, and they're trying to stay in the playoff uh, conversation. And then you go to Rutgers, and Rutgers is already bowl eligible. Nolan, the best Maryland can do, because if they win a game, it's going to be only one more. I hope I'm wrong. But it's like another mayonnaise bowl kind of thing. The latest bowl projections on ESPN as I'm going to that guaranteed rate thing. Out there on the West Coast at like I believe three o'clock in the morning is, is a kickoff. Time. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, is we've heard from Loxley and Damon. Yeah. About they're they're at a stage where they're taking the next step. Now they're running in quicksand. They're moonwalking backwards. Yeah. They've lost three in a row. Two of those losses as big favorites. One to Illinois and. It's not like Illinois and Northwestern are at the top of the standings. They're like two bottom feeders. These are teams that Maryland should be spanking. They should be 7-1 and one hosting Penn State on Saturday. Instead, they're 5-3. and three, And most of the cheering is going to be for people rooting for Penn State. And Maryland had a decommitment on the offensive line, too, which will probably start to uh, become yeah. more of a regular thing. Bob, what do you think uh, that meeting is like? Because Damon said he meets with Locks every Monday. What's old uh, Ricky Ricardo to Lucy? You got some splaining to do? But what do you think, Nolan? For being honest, this probably should have happened earlier this year. You think about the slow starts against Charlotte. Virginia ended up being a, a blowout in the final score, but slow start in that one as well. They flirted with disaster too much, and it finally caught up with them these past two weeks, especially uh, Saturday against Northwestern. I mean, that's a team that just has nothing going for them right now. And you let them come out. Mm-hmm. They set the tone, Northwestern did, did yep. and it was start to finish. And yeah. I think about their last scoring drive, I think the Terps kept them out of the end zone, but they ended up kicking the field goal that was really kind of the, too big to overcome. Well, Maryland the end, but... had taken command, and then Leah got the strip sack, yep. mm-hmm. which put them in position to tie the game and then after that it was all northwestern right mm-hmm. there's always a self-inflicted duh not to mention the undisciplined penalties that they get 
I mean, it's just, hey, they look cool because I love the uniforms. But it's becoming uh, very frustrating yeah. to watch. Because when 15 got the penalty, they ended up going down and scoring that Northwestern. It would have been a punt. I think that's what Locks was running hot, hot about. Yeah, and what did Keith Calvin I'll say? By the way, his message board was fun over the weekend. TerrapinTimes.com, people melting down. But uh, get Hemby some carries. Okay, they gave him four. Yeah, How about think- uh, like 15 to 20 perhaps? I think next year, Bob, he may be caring for somebody else Ugh. in the portal. So Maryland right now, dire straits. Started five. If they start five and zero, oh, which they did, and not make a bowl game, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad scene, man. It's a bad scene, right, Nolan? I mean, Nebraska and Rutgers. I know. I when you initially said that last week, I was only shocked because what they had five games left at the time, or four mm-hmm. games after Northwestern. I was like, there's no way. They lose four in a row on top of losing three in a row. But, okay, Michigan, Penn State, we're throwing those out the window. Those sure. are, you put those aside. So it's Nebraska and Rutgers, both on the road. I, I, Maryland's played well against Rutgers in the past. I'm hope, I'm <laughs> holding on to some sort of hope here. I don't know. Nebraska's going to be a, that's going to be a tough one. Especially you know, Nebraska's road, terrible. Yeah. Watching them, they're terrible. Yeah, but they're but they're they're hot. Yeah, they've won four in a row, I believe yeah. it is. Maryland's lost three straight, but a dire situation down in College Park. It's Vinny and Haiti, one hundred five seven. The Fan News and that's top of the hour. Jason Cole, longtime NFL writer at twelve thirty. But let's go to the funhouse. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness, text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First one here from David, who says Lamar looked as confused yesterday as he did in the 2018 Chargers playoff game. Uh, after the first quarter, they completely abandoned throwing over the middle, it seemed. I, I can't wait to watch the all 22. I just want to see if receivers were open, you know, um, or if they were c- covered. I, just because he was holding it for so long. The O-line didn't, did a nice job protecting Except he just held on to it. Uh, this one from John in Westminster says, Ravens have to make a decision on Marlon Humphrey. Since he's been back, he either gets burnt once a game or commits at least one uh, egregious penalty a game that's going to come back and haunt them in meaningful late games. Well, people are going to attack him. That's what they're doing. You know, they're going to they're go after him just because, like you said, you know, he's given up a couple big plays. Uh, how about a couple here on boxing? Jay in Essex says, The fight between Fury and Francis totally shocked me. Uh, if you have power, I guess you always have a chance, but that guy can flat-out box. I thought it was a draw, personally, but now I'm intrigued to see Ngannou against any of the top guys in boxing, quite frankly. Uh, all right, we'll see. I, I can't even make this boxing thing. has been so out of control with whatever drama that goes on. I can't say anything with great confidence anymore. Nothing, because I thought Fury was going to smash this guy, string him along for a couple of rounds, make sure everyone's intrigued, and then I get to the reality of it. And, you know, his big butt was laying all over the canvas there in the third round. And his face was all... If you looked at him after the fight, you would have been Fury lost. 
And you can make a case that he actually did lose that decision. But again, it's boxing. Where like one of the judges, you're like, what were you watching? It's like there's always a one judge that is like staring at like girls in the stands and not paying attention to what's happening in the ring. Well, to that point, this other texture here says, anyone that thinks the Fury knockdown was real has no idea about <laughs> boxing. He's a world-class heavyweight champion. It was for entertainment purposes. It's all a joke. Yeah, I figured once oh. they broke out the folding chair that things were going to get out of control. Seems it, like the joke's on him, in my opinion. I, I think yeah. you could, the look on his face seemed to me, and I've been punched in the face before, is that a guy that wasn't expecting that to happen. It wasn't like scripted. Yeah, you hit me with the left hook here with a minute and a half left. And you no, know, he's been down before, too, by the way. Tyson Fury's eight. Uh, Stevie Cunningham, who was like a cruiserweight, dropped him on his ass way back when. And Wilder knocked him down four times, I believe, over the course of three. Uh, I'm going to give Egano uh, the benefit of that doubt. I'm just surprised that Fury didn't drop him at any point during the fight. That's the more mystifying. And one last one here. We'll go back to the Ravens. This is from Willie in Abingdon says, or asking really, are the Ravens getting what they invested in Odell Beckham Jr.? Not $15 million worth. No. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Unless you want him to lead the league in pass interference. Well, yes. They help keep drives alive, I'll they tell do. you that. They but do. he is not, he's yet to score. You can tell he's frustrated uh, by that, yeah. threw his helmet down on the sideline. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it's just the explosiveness, you know, the separation. Just don't see that. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, talk more Ravens. News from the Nest style. We're going to hear from all the parties involved, much as we can in our little time frame here. As Baltimore talked about their third straight win, first place in the AFC North at 6-2, and two, back home for three straight games. Buy or sell, 12-15. Where's the Monday money? Jason Cole, longtime NFL writer. We'll talk about Week 8, which wraps up tonight. Detroit take it on the Raiders. It looks like Jimmy G will be the quarterback. World Series game three tonight. You can hear it on 105. Some of the fan series is tied at one. Diamondbacks back home. It's fought against Scherzer. What's going to give? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.